Welcome back to episode three. Is it episode three? Episode three of Dead Rooster. Yes, it is episode three because of our hiatus. Uh, we took December off because it's the month of our Lord and Savior's death. So um, we celebrate it with family and give each other presents. But we are back. And yes. lucky for us, Dexter's over. So we get to talk about it. Fair warning, this is going to be uber spoilers. So if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen the Twitter email like some people got with spoilers, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, turn away now and come back when you're ready. Um, but before we talk about um, our dark passengers who are here with us today, but they're not <laughs> going to say anything because they live in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, we we lost Bob Saget today, guys. Um, I'm actually really sad about this. Um I know a lot of people liked him for um, Full Health and like America's Funniest Home Videos and all that, but I think I think his stand-up was probably my favorite part of him, other than narrating um, how I met your mother. But I this was something that like I came across his stand-up by accident just because I saw him in what was it, Dumb and Dumber? Is that like the prequel type one when they're younger? Yeah, and I remember the scene where he walks into the bathroom. And he's like, "There's shit. <laughs> my bathroom's covered in shit." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, Bob Saget cusses," and it, it opened up a whole new door to like who he was and his stand-up. As raunchy as it was, was so much better. And I was today years old when I found out he <laughs> introduced uh, Mary Kate um, and Ashley. Right? Is that, yes. is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To cocaine, which I'm sorry, I, I know that sounds bad, but that makes them even cooler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, who gets to brag about that, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what whatever happened, it's 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 strange. I mean, yeah. 65, they found him in his hotel room, and he had just tweeted, and I mean, he looked healthy. Yeah. So who knows what happened? But hopefully, it was painless. Hope so um, too. Any. Any um, particular memory of Bob Saget that that you like? I mean, you know, uh, funny as some videos, of course, that's going to be a big one. Um, his stand-up as well. But whenever I hear his name, I just automatically think about Half-Baked when Dave Chappelle's like, I'm addicted to weed. He's like, you don't get addicted to weed. Have you ever sucked dick for weed? I suck dick for coke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That's a movie I have not seen in a good while. Uh, I, I think That's it might classic. be on HBO. If it's not on HBO Max, I think it's on Prime for free right now. I owned it for the longest okay. time, but I I lost it in the divorce. Aww. As as I, as I did everything, so <laughs> we don't talk about that. Everything now. except my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, well, yeah, we're gonna be talking talking uh, Dexter New Blood. Um, I. I know we don't have many bad things to say about this, but I am very excited to get into the nitty gritty. I know you said you had some fun facts about it, but mm-hmm. um, let's let's start off with the the easy part. Um, what were your impressions of it, man? So for a season finale, I thought the first, I want to say like 20 minutes, maybe first half of the episode was really slow and dull, but then... You know, I uh, had to end it on a high note, so it really ramped up quickly, and it was good. I'm not exactly too happy with how it ended, but 
I mean, I have theories of uh, they decide to continue. Uh, hence, you know, the title New Blood. I kind of hope they bring Michael C. Hall back, and I kind of have some ideas on that. Uh, what were your thoughts? Um, same as you, and you know, thinking back on it as a whole, like as much as I had an issue with it, with like the slow burn that we were getting, and like it almost feel like he didn't feel like Dexter, but as the show progressed, like we started seeing not only his character, like start to peek through, but also the show. And I don't know if that was done intentionally, but if it was like hella fucking kudos, because the more this, the show progressed, the more it felt like old Dexter. Yeah. And I mean, that was pretty fucking awesome. And to kind of um, feed into your point about the finale, I guess we can just start there. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do it like the show did it. Um, fun fact: um, <laughs> the the death scene, um, Dexter's death scene. Spoiler um, was actually the first scene that they shot. They shot that during principal photography, which um, kudos to for not getting that spoiled by paparazzi or some oh, wow sort of um nerd with internet access but <laughs> <laughs> um, kudos to them but also um scott reynolds the producer um tweeted a message that said that i'm gonna read it uh, verbatim okay. it says hey dexter fans i'm gonna have an exciting announcement exciting dexter announcement to share early Monday morning. I can't wait to share with you, with all of you. So, I think, um, to your point and what we were talking about earlier, that I think the series um, is going to live up to its name of New Blood, and we are going to see a little bit more of of the new, um, <laughs> the new Morgan and the family. <laughs> Um, kind of taking the reins, which which is interesting because it it's a whole different dynamic because it it seems for as much as Harry was like enabling him as a dark passenger, um, something I really enjoyed from from Deb's version of the dark passenger was mm-hmm. how she was more of an angel on his shoulder rather than rationalizing his behavior. She was like basically telling him when he was fucking up it was like his his subconscious trying to peek through and tell him hey you're being really weird dude (laughs) maybe we shouldn't do this maybe we shouldn't corrupt harrison and turn him into a fucked up serial killer like you were and to that point i mean harrison's code if you will if you want to call it that like his moral compass seems to be more intact than um dexter's was as as we saw so if it does follow you know his footsteps it'll be interesting to see how if he is gonna you know do his own form of vigilante justice um how how what kind of code he's gonna follow right and I mean, he kind of got got a crash course on like the entire thing. So, <laughs> oh um, man, yeah, that was like a uh, serial killer one hundred and one. Um, <laughs> he put in his eight hours <laughs> to get certified. Um, Spark Notes version. Here you go. Yeah. So I mean, even that, like, seeing how that, how much that bothered him, that that was kind of yeah. like the first hint at like the differences between them. Because I mean, obviously, we don't see. Um, like the young Dexter and like when he's first doing all this crazy shit, but 
I, I would imagine that it was much easier for him than than what we saw Harrison going through. And right. it's kind of like, kind of like Scream, you know, what, how they talk about um, like like to follow their formula in a sense. How they say that um, movies breed serial killers. Like as much as, excuse me, um, that was a burp brought to you by <laughs> Topo Chico. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor, <laughs> not a sponsor. Uh, we just love it um as much as dexter fed off of the trauma he suffered um uh, it felt like harrison was more a victim of it more than you know fueling who he was mm-hmm. or those tendencies that he had so i mean i don't know it's really interesting um i thought it was really smart it didn't kind of I feel like it could have been much easier for them to like just follow the same formula of Dexter, but they kind of, you know, did something different and maybe a little harder to write for. But in the end, it's like something unique and special. If yeah. You will. Um, one of the biggest things that I'm hoping for, if they do announce uh, the continuation of the series, is that, uh, as we found out, Harrison's Dark Passenger is Trinity. So I'm hoping now with Dexter gone that De- uh, so Michael Seahawk can come back. I hope that he becomes Harrison's, um, you know, uh, Dark Passenger and mentors him in his head. Or he was like, okay, how would dad do this if I was going to do something? But right. I also think um, just because he spent so much time with Kurt, um, I have a feeling he's going to become like a trucker as well and maybe just go town to town or state to state and find a serial killer there um, that needs to be put down. And, he, you know, he's going to put him down that way. He doesn't leave like a trail of bodies. I mean, he will theoretically, but, you know, that way nobody can start piecing it together. We're like, hey, you know, there's another serial killer here. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. You know, um, I think it could go either either two ways. Um, like. Even I would even let it go as far. Uh, this would probably be a little bit too much, but I would even let it go as far as it being like two dark passengers, where he has like Lithgow kind of fueling those violent tendencies, and then uh, we saw um, Dexter kind of have a moment of remorse and like basically in a way sacrifice himself to free mm-hmm. Harrison from him, um, kind of be like like his Deborah, and kind of like you know, the angel and demon or devil on your shoulder. That would be pretty cool, but yeah, it'd probably be kind of hard. Um, it'd be a lot to do, I feel like. Definitely. But I would also like to see if all this trauma kind of unravels him and he kind of starts feeding into the, the Dexter lifestyle and Dexter's his dark passenger. Just tell him, hey, yeah. Stab that guy. <laughs> this guy deserves it. Yeah. Him do it now. Don't get caught. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of truckers, um, little fun fact for you too. Um, in episode one, the trucker that drops off Harrison at Iron Lake um, was actually Eric Eric King, mm-hmm. who plays James Dokes. Oh in no way! The original series, yeah, that was his voice. Um, so oh, I thought that cool. was pretty cool that they kind of implemented him in a way. Yeah. That's awesome. Other than the flashbacks, so I thought that was a little fun little nugget. Yeah. Um, but uh, was there anything else about the series um, that really stood out to you? Um, I actually, I am, I'm a big fan of Jamie Chung, um, and I'm actually upset that 
uh, Molly got killed off screen. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't just me. Um, yeah, I I was really um, shocked. I guess that's probably the most shocking thing, honestly, because she was such like an integral piece to like the investigation, and then she just drops off. And I was like, oh, maybe you know, before I knew how the series was gonna end, I was like, maybe she'll pop up again, or yeah, you know, show up that. randomly with like some information she found on her own. I definitely didn't expect her to be fucking swimming in a glass coffin shape of water style but yeah it, it was really a, a real bummer um, yeah well uh what do you think of of kurt basically like his trophies that he kept basically saying that you know he uh left them pure and you know <laughs> um that's like to be 101 serial killer rationalization <laughs> um i thought the the blood slides were creepy but this dude took it to a whole new level yeah. and it just shows that if you're gonna be a serial killer you might as well have some monies to play around <laughs> with because only only a rich dude could pull off a fucking trophy room like that it was like some sort of hunting trophy room um it was trippy yeah but, that, that was a crazy reveal when they found the trophy, uh, the trophy room, and then just seeing Dexter be like, "Mary, fucking kill." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, kind of talking about that. That was another thing that kind of caught me off guard, just how abruptly it ended because they were doing like this whole cat and mouse thing, and you know, going shot for shot, you know, mm -hmm. spy versus spy type deal, if you will, <laughs> um, and. Like, they had that big-ass reveal that was, like, shocking to see all these trophies and, like, all these people he's murdered. And then he just catches them just like that and kills them, which, I mean, it was cool to see. But it just, to me, it felt like it, it all happened so fast. Yeah. For it being such, like, a fun part of the season. Right. And Clancy Brown being fucking awesome as always. Yeah, and again, I can never look at Mr. Krabs the exact same way ever again. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he owned a restaurant, too. <laughs> they did that on purpose. Probably. <laughs> um, surprised. We could probably go back and probably find a Krabby Patty on the menu in one of the shots. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the things that is weird, like I knew this was a limit, limited series as well, uh, Showtime used to give uh, regular Dexter 13 episodes, and we only got 10 for this one. So I think that's another reason why I kind of felt like a little bit short-lived, especially with that cat and mouse game that Dexter and Kurt were playing. Right. Yeah, it, I feel like that's the new formula, though. And, and I mean, I like it for the, for, most, for the most part. But to me, the way this saw it, like, beginning to end was kind of like a rebooted limited series mm -hmm. so i i could have definitely done with like a few more episodes um but as uh, as far as like an ongoing series to me like lately a 10 episode run is, is definitely on the money for me just for my attention span but yeah i i, I could have done with one or two more episodes here yeah but or at I least mean, the season finale like we know we talked about it last night before we watched it could have at least been a, an extended episode right for sure um but I feel like with them having this announcement and, um, you know, it's it's obviously something that's already been planned. I don't think they just 
said, hey, show's over. Let's announce this. <laughs> true, um, so true. I feel like they probably have a bigger picture in mind than yeah. than what we we have seen so far. So to us, it's probably in a, a short end. And they're probably thinking this is stage one of whatever the fuck they have planned to just fuck with our minds moving forward. Right. But I mean, he's a high school kid, so uh, like, I mean, and you know, he drove off. But who's gonna adopt him? Like, where does he go from, you know, from here now? Like, that—that's like one of the big questions in my head. I was like, uh, so do you think about the parents? Yeah, I mean, I I assumed he was gonna go back to living the whole truant life, just like he was before. I mean, if he could do it this entire time, then. I feel like at 16, um, he could definitely pull it off. But something I read online that really caught my attention was that I don't remember the exact years Mm -hmm. um, they mentioned, but they said that the year he was born in the series does not match up with the age he is in 2021, which is like a stupid little um, plot hole. But I thought that was interesting. Like, I wonder they're just like, fuck it. People won't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need him to be sixteen. Damn it, it has to make <laughs> sense. Well, even then, I think in the one episode, uh, they said that Harrison was either four or five when uh, Rita, you know, met her her end. Um, but even then, like the math still doesn't add up either. So, yeah. Um, one thing I appreciated uh, was to be able to see um, Jennifer Carpenter and Michael C. Hall. Um, share a screen again yeah Um, i know after their divorce um things weren't too too pretty which i mean it happens um i i've been there (laughs) so um but it was really good to see um because they were so good together um even like despite what happened and to see them like always in different frames and never in sharing a camera or a set like really bummed me out Mm -hmm. so it was really it was really good to see that after all this time they were to just bury the hatchet if you will yeah because the scenes man like when she held his hand at the mm-hmm. end and um there was this one point when i think it was i think it was going to it was going to be when he was going to just basically lift the lid on all the killing and stuff that he's done and she just fucking grabs him yeah. and like yells at him and just like it, it was it was fucking awesome it's so powerful and i know that sounds like some fucking snotty critic thing to say <laughs> but it gave me goosebumps, so <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, and uh, one thing too is uh, this is going back to the old Dexter series. Um, so even before they told uh, Jennifer Carpenter that Deborah was secretly in love with with Dexter, uh, when she got the uh, the script for the pilot, she already in mind like as soon as she read the script, she's like, "All right, cool, I'm gonna play like she's in love with him," and it ended up working out in the long run, I guess. <laughs> for the show. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, it always felt weird to me, um, but I was watching House. Um, I've been rewatching House again, and I saw this episode where um, a couple was married and they shared a father. They they found out, and I was like, <laughs> "That's weird." <laughs> I was like, "That's shared DNA," and I mean, he was basically adopted. So I don't know if it was just me or just because like that's what you know. L- normalcy tells me i'm supposed to not agree with you know yeah um but it always rubbed me the wrong way um do do you think it was weird that like she fell in love with him because thinking about it now like like they grew up together and like like in your mind and like in your heart that has to be your sister so like to me that always felt off Mm -hmm. but 
I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I guess you'd have to be in that situation. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not saying I would fall in love with my stepsister, but I mean, he kills people for a living. Yeah. So, <laughs> is that really where we draw the line? Right. <laughs> um, did you know that there's all these other entries to Dexter? So I never knew that there was actually a, a Dexter web series. And Marvel even published a five-issue miniseries. Oh, I actually have the miniseries. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know that this existed um, until I was just doing some research. I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I need I need it. Um, Jeff Lindsay. I didn't know Jeff Lindsay um, uh, wrote this. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever read the novels all the way through. I think I read, like, half of the first one. And... If I remember correctly, I read somewhere throughout the the original series that they kind of didn't really follow it um, they, past the first novel. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because um, I I read a couple of the books, um, and yeah, I read the novel for the uh, for the Ice Truck Killer, and yeah, they don't uh, for the most part it's like seventy five percent true to the book, and then twenty five percent the show took created differences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, um, the show really didn't uh, rely on the novels or just using the characters in the book. Which is even more interesting to me because usually we have book readers crying bloody murder when there's when there's <laughs> changes. I mean, all, all this doesn't really apply to novels or comics or anything like that but i'll use um cowboy bebop for example just the you know the the creative differences air quotes if you will uh, drove the fandom crazy and just completely obliterated obliterated the show's chance of seeing a second season um but let me sidetrack you a little bit on that so um speaking of cowboy bebop just because i haven't had a chance to speak to anybody about it do you think it deserved a second season Honestly, I don't like what they ended up doing with Vicious and Julia. However, um, just because there was so much more uh, to expand on in the you know Cowboy Bebop universe, uh, universe I wanted to see how it's going to play out. To be right. completely honest, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's probably where I am at too. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, and I was going to say, um, I was hoping that maybe in one of the seasons they could do like a three part, like a little. Uh, uh, not montage, but a three episode like arc where Mm -hmm. it's um, based on the Cowboy Bebop movie because I would love to see that uh, as well. Yeah, and see, I love Netflix and and, I mean, they do some awesome stuff. The the issue I have with them, like I get the business side of it, you know, the I I think it was like 75% viewer drop from the first week to um, however long it took them to decide that they weren't going to renew it. But, like, if you're going to invest this much money into a series and, like, take these big of shots, like, creatively, um, I feel like there should be, like, a, like a, I guess, a cushion or, you know, uh, flexibility into allowing it to at least survive a second season to see if, like, the creators can turn the viewers around because i feel like this whole one season oh it didn't work you're you're gone thing is just like it, it just kills the chance and not and not only like the chance of 
a second season, but nobody's going to want to do a live action Cowboy Bebop for a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be fucking scared to touch it. And probably one of the few animes that probably shouldn't be touched. Um, as fun as it was to see it in live action, um, I feel like the fandom just isn't ready. But I feel like like they're just too quick to pull the plug on it without giving it a chance, without giving the creators the chance to um, at least try to, you know, win them back. But Right. But uh, <laughs> wasn't there a show, um, and they're not talking about Lucifer because I know they got the rights and, uh, right. and they're finishing that. But wasn't there a show that was Netflix? Uh, it got canceled, but then they ended up uh, picking back up anyway and completing it. I think that was Sense8, it was called. Oh, yeah, that's they right. They gave it like a finale movie. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Totally forgot that about was that. A, that was a fantastic <laughs> show. Um, and I was glad to, to see them see it through. Because, yeah, the fandom. <laughs> the fans <laughs> turned on them real quick. <laughs> I don't think they knew that people loved it as much as they did. And once those people start dropping those hashtags, you, you have to listen, man. Yeah, or uh, the fan base will murder you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is that is how it happens now. Fan bases can kill you. <laughs> I mean, we, we bullied um, a studio to redo the design for the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that thing looked like something out of a horror movie. So. <laughs> I, I think they realized their mistake. I feel like they were testing us and, and wanted to see how much they could get away with. God, I hope that wasn't because I mean that cost them a lot of money too to re- do the redesign. So yeah, but holy crap, that looked like um, for those of you that don't live near the border when when you're crossing back from the border, oh there's God. these vendors, and they tend to sell uh, pop culture. Um, I guess we'll call them plushies, is what they are, and you know just novelty things, and those are things out of nightmares. Just imagine your favorite characters doing a lot of crack and then dying and coming back to life and that's what you see them selling at these stands um it it, i wouldn't give any of those things to my child unless (laughs) i wanted to teach him a lesson but uh, that's exactly what he reminded me of something you would see hanging at one of those little vendor stands but i agree (laughs) um it is what it is man um but overall um like I said, you know, uh, Dexter being able to veer that far off from the source material and still being, um, I think it was ranked like number 30 of all time series at one point, mm-hmm. um, which is something um, to say within itself. Um, yeah, it's impressive for them to be able to do that. And I definitely want to see this web series and I will get my hands on these comics because I've seen a little I, bit of the web series. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I like. Um, I saw the trailer um, just out of curiosity. It, it kind of looks like the the Marvel trailers um, that Marvel puts out for their comic books, and I was like, "All right, I'm all for this." The the cast has the original um, cast and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, uh, I am definitely all for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, New Blood. I, I loved everything about it. I loved all the characters. Um, definitely loved seeing the side of Dexter. It was a, a more unhinged. Um, more away from his code. I don't know if it was because he didn't have Harry, um, you know, as his dark passenger anymore, but, or maybe he was just rusty, but it, it, these seemed a lot more 
passion killings at some points mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. than, than they were him following the code and him killing Logan um, was definitely oh, man. Um, like the last straw. And I was, I was really glad that Harris, Harrison saw that, but watching Dexter die was like watching a piece of um, my childhood die. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was also rough to see. I felt away. <laughs> Yeah, um, for sure. But hey, we're going to find out tomorrow what uh, we have to see coming. I'm definitely thinking it's going to be a season two or a, or mm-hmm. they'll call it a spinoff. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to say it's season two because they called it Dexter New Blood season one. That's yeah. how they're announcing it. So I'm um, definitely thinking um, it's going to be like a continuation. Um, but overall um anything else Uh, you said you had some fun facts for me man what do you got for me yeah so um the uh kurt uh he actually uh is based off of the btk uh btk killer uh from alaska uh pretty much same thing um he was a trucker and he would uh, pick up women off the street and he would have his way with them um i believe it stands for bondage tie and kill or bound, uh, bind, tie, and kill. So he would do the exact same thing, just like uh, Kurt's dad, throw him in the back of the truck, have his way with them, and then murder them and um, dump their severed body pieces all over the highway. Oh, wow. That <laughs> yeah. is fucking gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other fact, uh, this one is for the old, old series, uh, but one of the writers was a writer for Buffy, and he actually ended up being uh, an executive producer for uh, Dexter. So anytime they got fast food burgers, um, they would actually eat from uh, Meat Palace, which was the burger joint in, in Buffy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so it, it always I seems like to, to work, that, work out that way, that if you worked on a different show, you always throw your Easter egg into another show. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, but hey, man, that's how you connect the entire multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some fun facts for you, too. Um, so other than the tweet of the announcement, um, I actually only have one more fun fact for you now that I'm deleting the ones I already snuck in there for you. So how can you let me ask you this? I'll, I'll form it. I'll. I'll put it in the form of a question. Could you have seen any other actor portray Dexter Morgan? That's actually a funny thing that you mentioned it. Um, Jeff Lindsay, uh, the novel creator, uh, he had a lot to do with the casting. Um, apparently he wanted Jeremy Renner to be part yes. of the cast, but <laughs> Jeremy Renner was too busy and he uh, I forgot what other reason. But then um, Michael C. Hall or uh, Jeff Lindsay heard Michael C. Hall sit, uh, deliver a monologue and he's like, okay, yep, this is our dude. He is Dexter and let's get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was it. Um, my, the, other, the other reason was that he had just portrayed uh, Jeffrey Dahmer oh, and right. Dahmer um, back in 2002. And he didn't want to play another serial killer again. <laughs> right, I don't blame him at all. He, he must have... Uh, scarred himself or something <laughs> um but um yeah i mean overall fantastic fucking season um i feel like like it paid homage to itself um mm-hmm. to the original series 
and it still brought like some new life to it some new blood oh, <laughs> oh. name drop <laughs> <laughs> um but i was a big fan um i can't say that i'm super happy with the way it ended but that's just like the fanboy in me um not wanting to let go of dexter morgan but i feel in a way they gave us the ending that we thought we were getting in the beginning before mm-hmm. they showed them chopping up some fucking wood after the hurricane. Right. So, but I kind of, I wish they would have in a way gone with the original ending that um, the showrunner for, for the series had. And that's uh, getting the lethal injection and him seeing like basically every life that he ever took and everybody involved in his life that, got affected by him in one way or another, uh, basically. So it seems like he was, his life was flashing before his eyes. Um, and then screen fades to black and death by lethal injection. That would have been dope. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I read that his kill count was like 137 by the last count. So, th- so that would have been quite a quite a, a scene <laughs> <laughs> to, to pack all these people in there. But... I'm sure some were more notable, more notable than others. Like, right. <laughs> um, the captain and um, one last thing um, that kind of bummed me out was that they they made it a key to have Batista say that he was coming down to Iron Lake and that mm-hmm. never really turned into anything. I know. Um, I definitely would have loved to have seen them exchange some words um, one final time and um speaking of batista um, i don't know if you knew this or not but um he has a son uh, which i forget the actor's name um so my bad on that but he (laughs) he's a junior um his son and in the original series his son was actually in some of the shots portraying batista because they look so much alike yep I heard that um, because uh, due to film uh, filming obligations, he can be there on set sometimes. So they used the yeah. same. <laughs> so that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, that ties back to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, I think this is going to be a dead rooster first. Um, I give it a 10 out of 10. You know, 10 dead roosters. I. I'm there with you. I, I, I mean, yeah, every show and every movie is going to have its, uh, you know, plot holes or, you know, it's going to have something lame about it. But definitely I, I, this show, even with its flaws, the show is pretty, the season was pretty damn near perfect. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, you know, every every series is going to have its flaws, but for a, for you to be able to create something um this good even with those flaws just makes you earn that 10 even more so um 10 solid dead roosters around the board for dexter um any final thoughts for our fellow dark passengers oh man i just uh hopefully it is a season two announcement and again i hope it is michael c hall returning as a dark passenger passenger for harrison yeah i mean the best the best parts of Dexter were honestly Michael C. Hall's monologues, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So um, definitely having him on Harrison's shoulder and you know like narrating the series. Um, do you one last thing before before we let it go? Do you think that they're gonna pick it up right 
with like right with Dexter at I'm sorry, with Harrison at sixteen years old, like or do you think they're gonna keep um Jack Alcott or do you think they're gonna give us a little flash forward and possibly recast him? I so I'm hoping that they keep um Jack Alcott, especially because goddamn, um uh, I know we, we got some just anger out of the kid, but uh, at the end, before he does a deed and shoots Dexter, like the kid has some acting chops, and I want to see more of him. So I'm hoping that they could age him up with like makeup and special effects and keep him around because the kid is actually he's 21 in real life, so they can make it happen. So yeah, um, and I I looked into him, um. And some of the roles he's played, um, they said that he his age range goes up to 29, so... Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so I definitely think they could definitely age him up. And if you look at some of the pictures of him, like, he looks like a grown-up. Um, I think they did a really good job to make him look as young as he did, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> because at all the other pictures I saw of him, he does not look like a kid or a teenager to me. Um, but yeah, definitely think they should keep him. Um, obviously, he's a young actor, and like if you look at his um, previous projects, he this is probably the biggest one that he's done, and I think he did a fucking awesome job. Yeah, I um, definitely so agree as well. Maybe um, we we will get our new ten season Dexter out of here, <laughs> <laughs> a, a whole new um, life. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope we see Jack Elcott. Uh, Clancy Brown, hats off to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, it was just his birthday, too. So happy birthday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, 10 solid dead roosters. Um, we don't know what we're going to talk about next, but it will be fun. Um, we have a, a special treat for you guys um, in regards to Thanksgiving, something that we couldn't bring to fruition um, last right. holiday season. but. I don't know that I can wait until next holiday season, so so we might be doing it sooner rather than later. Um, so so we'll be we'll be bringing you some we'll be bringing the turkey, if you will. Um, I'm basing it all over the show. <laughs> yes, but again, thank you for listening to Dead Roosters. Um, you can find us at geekhyphennetwork.com, and you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. So leave a review if you don't like us. Tell us why you hate us. Uh, we'll try to change. Um, Probably not, but maybe maybe you'll fuel our dark passengers and we'll take it out on each other. Maybe. Double Russian <laughs> roulette. No promises. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you. We love you guys. Um, stay spooky. Thank you for listening. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>